Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Okay, Brill. Right, let me get my notes up. Oh, Yay! I don't have any notes. I've forgotten all of it all completely. Don't Sorry. worry, I'm hoping mine will trigger you. I wrote quite a lot. For this final episode. Fabulous. Um, Oh, sorry, nasty noise. (laughs) That's okay. Should we talk about the elephant in the room first? Oh, yeah, we should. So uh, (laughs) I'm going to caveat this by saying, if you are a patron, you should get a video of this taste test taking place. Uh, It's five minutes shot on my phone by me and Esther. Super professional. Super professional. (laughs) It's, It's not great, but you will at least get to see the drama go down. However, for the rest of you all... Yep. Uh, we have made a cake for this episode. Yeah, well, each of us have made a cake, which we were sort of scoring to all intents and purposes. Um, and I was making something that I've made before because I had like 15 minutes last night to cobble something together in between shouting at the kids. And so I made these kind of, it's a classic Newman bake, which was like an mm. oat biscuit thing, which uh, they're okay, but... I, you know, I have to say that they have taken on the flavour of inside of a tin. Um, they've got that that distinct flavour to them. Um, but they're all right. They're okay. But Holly's lemon drizzle, absolutely wonderful. Frankly, I shouldn't have taken a huge bite of the oat. She has taken a huge bite. Of, like I t- I'm going to eat a bit of Holly's lemon drizzle right here on the pod. Oh, she is. This yeah. is a, a mukbang episode, <laughs> as promised. <laughs> Um, yeah, mm, I, so Esther's okay, oat, oat biscuits, I think you are doing them down. I mm. really, really liked them. They're mm. definitely the sort of thing that you could eat quite a lot of <laughs> because they're not overly sweet, but mm. they do feel like a treat. A hundred percent. I could mm. bosh those down. I tell you what they would actually be really good for, for once 
venturing into what mm. we're supposed to have started this podcast to talk about in the first place. They would be such good, like, little trail running things that if you had those, mm. that would be 100% mm. what I would opt for halfway through a trail run. Yeah, sort of OT goodness. Mm. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. They're like a, they're like somewhere between a cookie and a flapjack. Yes, they are indeed. Mm. They're really, really yum. Difficult to eat while you're doing anything audible. Yes, I'm realising so that. So sorry. I feel like I still so sorry. sound a bit like I'm, mm. I'm masticating live <laughs> on the podcast. Jesus, Holly. <laughs> mm. Apologies. Um, tell what? me your process. Tell me your process. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah, you don't have to give me full recipe, but tell me mm. what what was it like making them? <laughs> Did you sort of sit there with a lovely apron on and make them with children running around your feet? Did birds come and land on your windowsill? It was very similar to that, actually, mm-hmm. I have to say. Um, aside from the uh, shouting at my children and doing it in the sort of 12 minutes between shouting at them and then making them go to bed mm-hmm. um and then not entirely being that sure about the temperature of the oven and having to come down and check on it in between reading harry potter um of course and it but yeah it was fine it is it, it, one of the easiest recipes in the whole world it's one of those lovely ones where you don't have to beat anything up because there's no butter in it because it's vegetable oil uh. so it means that the kind of all the hard work of the baking is done because it's kind of it's just all wet stuff and then you chuck in the flour and the oats and that's it so, yeah, I'm just yeah. testing whether my muscles are hurting today. I think... Oh, oh, they are a tiny bit. Oh, really? Because, yeah, I did find the the the, the lemon drizzle mm. was beating uh, butter. I did BBC Good Food, too. We both used BBC Good Food for this. Mm-hmm. Um, I did... It was like butter and... Um, sugar that you that you like beat to to this sort of like a creamy you know and do you use a hand mixer or do you literally i do don't it by hand? have one so i had to do it by hand holly i know it was brutal that is really tough i think that's probably why it's not quite as light and fluffy as i would have hoped because fucking hell i beat the shit out of it yeah <laughs> <laughs> i would never that's that is that takes dedication to Thank the cause you. of this episode it did take me maybe an hour and a half after work yesterday oh my god but i didn't really have anything else to do you've got a very busy life at the moment whereas i mm. was just sitting waiting for my husband to come home from war <laughs> <laughs> uh, brackets work um mm. but very similar um yeah it's it's nativity time in the mm. newman household so it's all become a sort of absolute shit fit of doing projects for the last few weeks of school that include anglo-saxon helmets as mm. well as finding soldier outfits and innkeeper outfits is, mm. is all quite quite tricky but you know having a little time to bake is a little time to yourself isn't it it's a joy so i did it enjoy is. it actually i enjoyed it too mm. I, I found i watched friends in the mm. background nice and i made it and i did feel like wow this is a very wholesome occasion yeah, yeah that is lovely it did feel very wholesome to do oh yeah really and then it. did you get to watch bake off afterwards uh i actually watched bake off this morning mm. i got up early and made myself a coffee and sat and watched bake off and it was lush it was the best it was amazing i loved 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 this episode i mm. loved doing these i mm. think we mentioned it on the podcast our main pod uh on thursday but um, we are going to be taking a break from doing a second episode a week at the moment because of Anglo-Saxon helmets, etc. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fucking hell. But 
we uh, we've loved doing these, and I think we'd love to do something like this again in the future. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, it's been fab. It's, it's been, been really. It's fun. been amazing, and it has. It's made me love this series I think me too more than any other because I've really kind of I just I feel quite invested I do think it has been better than lots of others not not because the contestants were better or 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 the bakes were better or anything like that but I I think they like again there were a couple of times I've completely forgot my notes which is very unprofessional of me but I do remember writing down at several points in my notes this is fantastic what a good choice like the choices of the bakes yet again the whole way through this series have been spot on absolutely fantastic none of this kind of you know make a religieuse or make a make a something which has got 18 layers and you only find in in kind of it was just one sector of Poland or something yeah it was classic classic baking and I absolutely loved that I thought it was the best yeah I really enjoyed it as well I feel like I actually had like a little um when I so yeah when I got up this morning made my little coffee and put it on yeah I had a real moment of like uh it was almost like school or something where it's like the the end of term Mm. or something Mm. where I was like oh this has been such a like it felt quite stressful at the time um Looking back on it, though, I just feel like, oh, I don't want to not have an episode to watch no. and not be able to like do the pod next week. Like, it's just been so much fun. So, yeah, it's, it's gone in a flash too. It's gone in a complete. I can't believe flash. we've been doing this for ten weeks. Ten weeks, and that of this. this show has been going for ten weeks. I know it's been it's been amazing. It's been amazing, and I was I always I, I keep on forgetting as well that there are stuff that I've talked to you outside of this podcast that I haven't spoken about on the podcast. So there's one thing I want oh, yeah. to talk to you about, which was, um, there was a lovely thing on Instagram, which was Tasha talking about the names of the other contestants. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. If you don't follow the Bake Off Instagram account, then please do, because there are some absolute gems on that. And they were they were very good about no spoilers as well. Okay, because that's my fear. That's why I don't follow. Mm. Um, a bit like with Drag Race, for example, I won't follow any of the contestants who are on it that season. Until I will after. wait until it's yeah. over and then I'll do a mass follow of all of my favourites. Th- you can sort of tell, actually, by the Instagram follows of the bakers that that's, I think, a lot of people mm, yeah. are, are like that. But they're very, I think that also all the bakers are really heavily trained and monitored. So there's lots of kind of spoiler alerts and, and a nice big yes. gap and stuff like that. Um, but the, on the Bake Off um, Instagram account itself... They've done some lovely, lovely things. And they had, so they had a lovely interview with, it was Tasha and uh, and, and her um, her sign interpreter. Yeah, I'm really, I feel like Darryl. I've already, fo- Daryl, that's his name. Daryl. So we a, discovered this only a couple of episodes ago yeah. and I've already forgotten. <laughs> He's Darryl. the nicest. Uh, there was a conversation there where they're talking about, I'm actually, he might not even be in the, in the, in the video. So I might be, kind of, anyway, but either way. She's talking about the names that she gave the other contestants because if she were to technically sign out their names every time she referred to them, then that's then usually you sort of spell out their names using your fingers and uh, oh that's yeah, quite a yeah, long yeah. imagine time consuming. Yeah. yeah. Um. So she said that w- what they do in in BSL is that they have sort of little you have a little nickname just in the same way that they came up with little sort of nicknames for showstopper and technical and signature and stuff they came up with little kind of ways in which they could sign it um so they came up with little signs for (laughs) for the for the other contestants and i loved that because it did give you an insight into who was lovely 
And not not necessarily mm. who was not, but definitely who was lovely. Who was particularly lovely. Yeah. So she the one that I really remember is that she's the sign for Saki was sort of a flick of the wrist to show to kind of cover the head height of someone that was much shorter than her. And Saku came on at this point into the video and she said, Oh, this is your this is your sign because this is how high you come up when we hug. That's so sweet. I know. I could barely contain myself at oh. that point. Which made you just think Saku is amazing, as expected. Yeah. And Tasha also amazing, as expected. Also the sign for Dan was kind of hands crossed over chest, which was to reflect how kind he was. That's very, very sweet. I really feel like this final episode was kind of where we saw that from Dan... I don't know. It just, it just oh my felt God, he like was so kind. In he this was episode, so kind. Actually. Like yeah. it really, really felt like I've said this later on in my notes, but I, I wanted to say that I completely take back. And in, in last week's episode, I think I was like, oh, I'm not sure about the fact. Obviously, we were all devastated by Tasha's yeah uh, elimination from the show. We, I mean, that was what everybody was talking about on our. Um, on our pod squad group chat about uh, mm-hmm. about Bake Off. But I think I was mainly a bit gutted that I was like, oh, we've got three white blokes, basically, in yeah. the final. And I'll, is it going to sort of like, usually Bake Off's got a relatively diverse kind of it, cast. It did feel and, undiverse, yeah. Yeah, and I was <clears> like, oh, is that going to mean that we haven't got quite as much diversity of character? It's going to be a bit boring. Mm. But, oh my God, I do take it back. Yeah. And the three of them had so much chemistry and you could yeah. really see the love of like of, of uh, the kind of bond of the three of them together and Dan really came across as like the the dad yes in particular the, it was he kept really on, sweet it was very mm. sweet wasn't it? there was at one point he was asking if everyone was all right and stuff like that which was, it was just incredibly sweet it was very lovely yeah. and he was so supportive like when they done well yeah he'd be like go on Matty lad or whatever yes, it was so yeah, cute it was so, so sweet. sweet I loved it and I he was like it. the first person I mean I know it must we're skipping to the end and giving spoilers but mm. like he was obviously like the first person to give Matty a huge hug when he yes. found out that he'd won and I suppose appreciate that Dan really didn't think he had a chance at yes. that point so yeah. I suppose he wasn't feeling any sort of sadness he was just feeling well yeah, yeah. it was so genuine and it was I really really loved Dan I'm not surprised to hear that Tasha thinks of him yeah. as a warm hug Oh, it was amazing. Should we should we get into it? Shall we? Should we yeah. have the signature jingle? Because even though we're live this yeah. week, when I say live, I mean we're looking at each other's faces rather Hello. than a screen. Yeah. Um, but we're still going to have the jingles. Let's have the jingles. It's time for the signature. Signature. Signature time. It's signature time. Amazing. Love it. So the signature yes. this week was Eclairs. Am I right? Oh, yes. And what a good choice. I know. I just thought that was great. Honestly, really good. Little cheers. I had little cheers. There were bits during this episode where I was just smiling. I was watching it on my own, but I was smiling so much because I was just like, what a good choice. I laughed aloud at many points and I think Doug <laughs> must have thought I was bonkers. <laughs> I absolutely love this. I thought this was really good to get something that's essentially quite simple. And and I, I love this. This is this goes yeah. back to the sort of Victoria sponge bake. I, th- I just thought it was fabulous. It's simple a really but difficult and like you can really tell a good one from a... It was, yes. it was a great thing to judge on, I feel. Yeah. 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 Because you can... I don't know. There are lots of things to get wrong. 
Yes, and it felt like lots. Of, well, Dan, Dan's ones. Well, yeah. Uh, have you have you ever made shoe pastry? Uh, no, but oh, I reckon I. I was actually talking because Looks easy my though, right? brilliant friend <laughs> uh, Harry, who we've—I don't know if we've discussed her on the pod before, mm. but we've certainly mentioned things she's done on the pod before. Mm. So she made some uh, rice crispy treats that we ate the other week that basically paralysed us into oh my a God. sugar. They were amazing. Attack. Yeah, they were incredible. Um, she makes she's she's a trained pastry chef and she's brilliant. She makes amazing things and. Um, we were talking, so she is starting a baking TikTok, which no. when it comes out, we'll stick it somewhere or whatever so you can see <laughs> it. She's not launched it yet, but she's started and she's been filming these videos and we did one over the weekend where we were taste, test, taste testing gingerbread oh. and it was an all amazing. Uh, though the brown butter was the winner for me. Oh, really? Um, mm. But she was talking about other things she could do and one of the things that she wants to do is like all of her friends who don't know how to bake we all have to see if we can try and make a croque en bouche without any instruction. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Which would be so fun. Yeah. So I have actually very recently been thinking about would I be able to make shoe pastry without looking it up? Yeah. And I reckon I could give it a go because it looks like you start by almost making like a roux. Yes. Except don't add too much. You're maybe you're more flour than milk. So it's like you don't get to the point where it gets runny. But it, that's what it looks like in the pan where it they make like, it. But I don't know if there's any milk in it, but it's definitely your melting butter and the butter flour in, a, in a pan. Yeah, which mm. makes it look as though it makes it look as though it's easier <laughs> than than pastry that you're having oh, to rub but in. But shoe is traditionally considered to be one of the more difficult, isn't yeah, it? I think it so, is. yeah. Yeah, and anyway. then how are you getting the cream in? Do you inject it in? Well, they—that's what they were doing. Were they? Yeah. I didn't notice what they were doing. Yeah, so they—you had to. They were talking about making them. You have to bake it to to such a kind of specific point where the inside goes hollow, and then did you see they were making little holes in the bottoms of them, and squirting their filling in, mm-hmm. and then as soon as it started bubbling up the other end, they knew that it was filled. But I, th- I think all three of them did a really good job of filling. Yeah, actually. I mean, they all looked, apart from uh, Dan's, which did look a little rustic. Yes. <laughs> he tried to make them posh, but in making them posh, he'd made them look shit. He had, which was sad because it felt like he'd really gone, okay, I'm going to try and make them great. This yeah. Really try and make an effort with my presentation this week. Um, I wanted to note to you, before we move on for and start sort of talking about the their specific bakes. Yes. I don't want it to go unclocked that mm. Matty didn't apply for Bake Off himself. His girlfriend did. His girlfriend applied for him. And I really feel as though I, I've i been a bit unsure and we talked about this last time and we were like, oh, is he sort of hustling them a little bit? Is he playing yeah. the bumbling idiot when yeah. really he's he's excellent? I think he's very insecure about what, about what the fact that he's a good bake. I don't yeah. think he really does think that he's any good. That whole story about taking cakes, he'd taken brownies in or something and he'd pretended that his girlfriend had made them. He'd taken them into yeah. the kids at school. I th- yeah, and this this part... And Alison was like, is it embarrassing? I don't yeah. think he's embarrassed of being a baker. I think he's very anxious about anybody sort of criticising him for any of it or whatever because I just don't think that he thinks he's very good. It's, it, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was... But this part of the show was absolutely lush because this was where we got the little videos of home life. And, oh, yeah. Um, so we had 
Lara, Matty's girlfriend, yeah. um, who was lovely. And there was kind of bits of him doing his PE classes at school. Very and then sweet. Josh with his parents. That did actually make me have a little weep because they were talking about his nan. I know. That was very, very lovely. I really mm. feel like... Um, I know it would have been difficult to do it like this because I do usually save the real kind of like let's look at them intimately yeah. until later, until the final. But I feel like I would have been really rooting for Josh if I'd have understood a bit more about his story. The fact that it was his nan who yeah. had encouraged him to apply first and the fact that she died just before, basically, he managed didn't to get even on. Know. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that, that really touched my heart yeah and I felt like um yeah I would have I not that I need a sob story from Josh to root for him he did brilliantly but I think I wonder if he might have had if they'd have made a bit more of of telling us all that then he might have had the the narrative that he was maybe slightly missing maybe mm. maybe because he didn't he he always had a bit of a game face on it and, and just yeah. I think maybe he just keeps things a little bit close to his chest slightly but yeah maybe he didn't want to oh my god if i was on would you would you give us sort of stops a sob story? Oh would god. you lean into a sob like, story well, i was born in 73 and you know yeah. primary school was shit and uh you know i'd totally lean into i'm it. such an open book i would <laughs> yeah. be like oh who wants to hear about my bowel movements this yeah. morning as soon as i got in the tent every day are the cameras rolling okay <laughs> let's do it here's what happened <laughs> <laughs> so what but what did you make of dan's video um what where he revealed that he hadn't told his children yeah and but also like what did it divulge about him because there were the two kids yeah there wasn't a partner oh is he a single dad i think a single dad i think there was oh, a, there him. was at one point there was a photograph of possibly a partner and a kid but there was no ah. partner talking. It was just him on his own. I mean, the partner, whatever partner he would have had to have had the children may have decided not to be on camera. Yeah, they may have decided not to be on yeah. oh, But I do see what you mean. I didn't mm. quite notice that maybe the the partner is no longer about or is... Yeah, that's sad. Then I had another question for you. Yeah. Do you know how old all three contestants are? Okay, shall I guess? Yes. I think Matty is 28. You are absolutely spot on. I just knew he was 28. You are so right. You because are so right. we're 28 and I was like, that. he seems exactly me and Doug and our friends. I think I can see him. Okay. Bit, so, yeah. Tell me Dan next. Dan is 42. He is 42. What? He's absolutely... Oh my God, what's happening? <laughs> okay. And okay. then... Josh. 27. How do you that. Are you joking? No. Me? How do you know that? I didn't look that. I, honestly, I don't know it. I would not. Have I'm scared. It. I'm really scared. <laughs> I would not have pegged him at 27. I was shook. Oh, maybe I'm really good at guessing ages. I think he looks a little older, but mm. he does have the um, uh, what's the word like? His demeanour feels a bit younger than than Matty's, for example. He doesn't quite have the confidence. Yeah, Matty seems absolutely his age. Yeah, Matty seems his age. Dan seems his age, although it's slightly galling that he's eight years younger than me. But but Josh, I think he's just one of those people that was born slightly old. 
He's got he? an old soul, but yeah. you can kind of tell in his eyes that yeah. actually and his he unlined is, face. He's somehow 56 and 8 <laughs> at the same time. Yes, he is. Yeah. Both those things. It's particularly when he's carrying giant marrows across lawns. Oh, yes. Oh, oh God. God. We have to talk about that bit at the end, <laughs> at the end, because <gasps> oh, there's so much cry? to discuss. I, I nearly cried. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, anyway, right. So the bakes, okay, the the bakes, bakes. themselves. Um... The best ones were, well, I, I mean, there, there was that, the, the voiceover from Noel saying, in order to create the classic eclair look, you need to put sugar over the top. And yeah. who forgot? Matty forgot. Uh, Dan forgot, oh, I Dan think. Forgot. Oh, so okay. I think that may have all been the, the, that was the, it slippery was the beginning slope. of the slippery mm. slope, because I think Dan did psych himself out from the beginning, really. Because yeah. it was anyone's game going into it. Yeah. Yeah. Any, all three of them. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would most have probably wanted to have eaten Matty's, so... Yes, because I think Josh... Which of them was... Because I don't have my notes, I'm so sorry. One of them was very coconutty. And that was Josh. Yes, I would have I would have backpedaled away from that. Yes, yeah, I don't know whether I would have gone in for that either. Yeah. The only <laughs> coconut thing that I like, uh, like pud-wise, are those little Ferrero Rocher that are white chocolate with the oh coconut. Oh my God, no, I can't face it. No, oh, I love them. A dark chocolate bounty is my my one, one oh really one yeah well oh, i actually felt slightly like i, I had like a wave bilious yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i gotta use that word more often honestly um, you couldn't you well no you could pay me to eat a dark chocolate bounty but oh yeah you, i would never ever ever choose it yeah same here with the with the white yeah whatever things if that we've you've chosen that, that awful thing you that know that described. something's that's oh. how to see if we've done a freaky friday yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what baked good or sweet do we pick because it's yeah. gonna be we're gonna give ourselves away um i the only other thing that i did want to say i had a question for you about mm. this but also i did want to note i realize this is not very good uh, presentation skills because no. we've moved away from this entirely but I've just seen it in my notes and I wanted to mention it uh, when we saw Josh's kind of family video oh yeah um, how did you feel about them going through <laughs> the uh, photo book and uh, him going oh that's from our VIP experience at Gardener's World <laughs> I thought that was so him I think that was him summed up in a moment <laughs> Oh, it was so sweet. You're so right about him being an old soul. He is an old yeah, soul. Yeah, he's isn't an he? old soul. And also, yeah, like the little boy who, I don't know, maybe got a little bit teased in his class. Yeah. But he actually was like the most interesting kid, like the kid that you would want to have babysat. Oh, yeah. Because maybe oh, yeah. all the other kids in the class don't quite get him yet or her yet. But, yeah. oh, my God, they're the most interesting to chat to. Yeah. All my little cousins are a bit, well, now they're all grown up with friends and stuff. But when they were little and they were little nerdy boys, they were so fucking interesting to talk to. Yeah, and he'd be no trouble at all. He'd probably put his plates in the dishwasher and he would also probably have done the cooking in the first place anyway. So, he, yeah, he's that sort of boy, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And he might even ask, he'd be an eight-year-old who would actually sort of say, oh, how was your day? He would. <laughs> he would. He'd be like, I follow this little boy on Instagram. He's two and a half. And it's called, the, the channel is called Levi, Cooking for Levi. Mm -hmm. And he's a little boy and his dad's a professional chef and he makes him things and he's so small he's literally two and a half he's younger than our niece but he he says things like 
is there yeast in this? And stuff like that. That's what Josh is like. That's yeah. how I imagine him age three. Oh, he's so funny. Yeah, yeah, be- yeah, absolutely. That would be Josh, wouldn't it? Is this rough puff? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, and, the, and the last thing I was going to ask you before we move on to the technical, if, if you're ready to move on. I am. Is, so obviously we had an exchange between Josh and Alison where she asked him what he was going to miss most about the tent and he said her. <laughs> yeah. I did want to ask you, what are you <gasps> going to miss most about about this series of Bake Off as a spectator, not just about us oh, having been doing this pod? There's so many things I'm going. I'm, I I miss Saku. Like, oh yeah, like I like a friend has left my hometown. <laughs> it feels like, where are you? And following her on on Instagram feels sort of a bit empty. Oh. So I I will miss her. I I will miss Alison. Yeah. I will miss Alison. It's not going to make me watch Good Morning or whatever it is that she's on. Um but um I don't yeah. miss it that much. Not yeah. that much. I just I just miss I just miss the feel of it, the love of it, the warmth of it, the way that they are, the way that they support each other is yeah. just the nicest whenever they do that's the bit because I remember trying to persuade my mum to watch it a few years ago she went oh no I don't like competition tv I don't like I don't like oh, that sort of thing. but it's so it's not like, like it's that. not like that it's, it's friends making Victoria's sponges yeah, yeah <laughs> it's okay I know that they you know they all go in it because they'd like to win it and stuff mm-hmm. but the competitive element is so reduced when you've got them sort of saying oh can I give you a hand or what can I do or do you need a hand? Like Dan saying to Josh, do, do you want a hand taking that up to the, you know, all of that. It's oh, just it's like, just, yeah, I guys. do completely feel you. It was just, it felt like, you know, you get a series on I'm a Celebrity where it's like sometimes they all, or that kind of thing, or Big Brother or something, where it's like sometimes they all really get on and it's great fun mm. and and sometimes they really are at loggerheads and it's, and really entertaining but it's like it, it felt like one of those it's harder to I think to make a reality series where all the contestants are actually getting on really well and for it to be gripping and interesting viewing yeah and I think they succeeded very much in this series oh of my Bake god Off. they, they did. Were, it was cast very well and they were all brilliant you yeah know, it reminded me I think was it last year um, and you're you're going to remember the name of the baker, but there was a particular baker either last year or the year before who wore very very kind of um, florid floral shirts. Who was Ooh. that? Do you remember? And when he left, kind of mid series, um, the following week, everyone wore. Loud... Oh my god! Yes, do you remember? He and was that like, guy. Oh, he always god. wore like Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. Uh, we loved him. We didn't love him as much as Janish, who we adored. Oh my god! But, yes. Um, he was like, he was like this, this, the slightly a bit like Keith or whatever he was called in this series. He mm. was the slightly unsuspecting older gent who you yeah. didn't think was necessarily was, going to do so well, but he did. Wasn't it? Of the. Mm. By the way, side note: Have you seen that Janish has got a book out? Oh my god! And it's called Baking with Pride. I know. Okay, on the Christmas list. Isn't Doug's mum keeps texting me asking me immediately. It's, it's that. going to be that. It's that. Right? Immediately that. <laughs> uh, I was going to say as well. That I think that I think exactly the same for me. I think I will miss Alison though. Were you? Um, that was. I kind of concurred with Josh that I was like, oh, you know what? I really think because I don't watch this morning either, mm-hmm. and the only. I I loved Alison coming into this, but only really, I suppose, through popular culture. 
like she's quite memeable. Yeah. And so I'd seen her and I'd seen she's been a judge on Drag Race and she was uh I mean there's that classic video, I don't know if you've ever seen the video where her and Ainsley Harriet go into that woman's house. It's like an old woman who wins a prize on this morning and they try and give her um like a TV or something. Oh right, yeah. And she's and she's this little old woman, bless her. And Alison goes, oh, Jill, you've won a TV, <laughs> darling. And she goes, and guess who's going to come and cook for you right now? And then AC Harriet bursts in and he goes, why, hello, Jill. <laughs> and she is absolutely terrified. So funny. Yes, I got Have you seen that? that? I mainly yeah. know Alison from such <laughs> moments. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Because this, <laughs> and I think I will miss seeing her in something where we actually really got to see her personality, not just like the meme form of her. Yeah. And we really got to see like why she is such a national treasure because yeah. she's so lovable. So not and... just it's not just clips of her falling into Albert Dock. Yes, and exactly. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> she really just proved herself as a uh, uh, host oh, she and presenter extraordinaire and she had her own Jamaican inflection when she said bake as well which was like only she can say that only yeah. she is allowed to say that and that, oh she's it was so brilliant, brilliant. And, yeah. and the brumminess of it all Lovely. as well oh just glorious so I will miss her a lot yeah yeah I think yeah, yeah absolutely should we move on to let's do the tech let's do the tech let's get technical technical it's time, time the technical tech. <laughs> a new jingle <laughs> <laughs> A secondary jingle there. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Lardy cake. Yeah, I have actually bought this. Have you? I know. Look at it your face. It sounds like an insult. <laughs> it does. Sounds it? like something that I you look at myself in the mirror cake. in the morning yeah. and I'm like, you bloody, you big old lardy cake. <laughs> I've bought this because it is pretty much up my strata, but there's usually no spice in it. But yeah, they there's um there's a uh, I think the Cornish Bakehouse they sell lardy cakes do they yeah so I've... i mean it does sound like a bit of you but then i sorry i had another little bit of cake You're fine. not lardy cake no. <laughs> i know that you you do go in for the denser sponge i do and you like a bit more of a sort of rock cakey situation yeah but you don't i would be surprised to see esther newman laminating lard into a yeah it's an interesting choice for me yeah but the, the cake itself looks like something i'm gonna love so i have bought it because it looks right yeah. and Actually, to be honest, it didn't, it, whenever I've bought it, it doesn't look like what Paul was explaining it was. It did not look bready at all. It was usually oh. um, extremely dense, very, very sugary. And you know when you have granulated sugar, which is crystallising on the top, it have got all of that. Oh, so it's very, yeah. very shiny, very, very crunchy on top. 
Maybe um, that's what I should have used instead of castor on my uh, Oh, it was amazing. Lemon and it, and it, and it, was, and it um, would have been crystallizing. Or maybe, I don't mm. know. It's perfect, it's perfect as it is. Um, but yeah, but really, really lovely and fruity and <clears throat> and really nice. Mm-hmm. But there really was, with the three bakes, there was only one that got it right, right? Yeah, Josh. Yeah. Matty um, and Dan's looked like a fucking dog's dinner, let's be honest. Yeah. Dan's was burnt. Matty's was under. So I, I disagreed with the judging on it. Actually, did you? Yeah, because wasn't didn't they place Matty third? No, I think he was second. I think Dan. Oh really? Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Matty, Matty was, was third. third, and then Dan's burnt dog's yeah, dinner was Dan's second. Burnt like, dog's oh, dinner should have looked like it should have been third. It should definitely have been third. Yeah, maybe that was why because it did. I do appreciate if there are Josh fans out there. Mm. They were probably crying riggery and yeah, lies yeah. from the rooftops at this episode because it was a very close race and I I think Matty coming last in the technical, surely he would have thought had sealed his fate. But maybe yes. if it was just such a narrow... Yeah, maybe it was narrow. Then that makes a bit more sense. Then it does make more sense. Mm. I do think overall, and maybe I'm talking about a conversation that we should be having towards the end of this episode, but I did think controversial yeah. thing coming up. I did think that the quality of the bakers this year hasn't been up to previous years. Mm-hmm. So if I thought about, particularly when it came to the showstopper, like I loved what the show, I know, sorry, I'm, I'm forging ahead. No, I, no. I, I, will, I will retract and mm-hmm. say, but thinking about the showstopper and thinking about what those looked like and bearing in mind like Francis Quinn doing the wedding cake from whenever that was, 10 yeah. years ago? Was that yeah, that was the first series, wasn't it? Or maybe it wasn't. I, it wasn't, it was almost. Yeah. But I, th- I remember that being absolutely spectacular. Yeah. So I, I just feel like, and like if you think about people like Kim Joy or Raul, like I, I, I was yeah. even watching a little Raul video this yeah. morning where he was doing a sort of lovely fig cake thing. And, and it's like, mate, these things were so beautiful as yeah. well as clearly going to taste gorgeous and it was just like oh i'm not sure the baker is this year i mean Nadia. here she is yeah like yeah matty is now in the same camp as nadia hussein mm-hmm. um and obviously she's got her own she's got multiple books out she's done her own cookery shows she's got a new range of spice mixes like yeah i don't she see is next level matty i don't doing... quite set for matty either but no. We shall see who knows? what the future holds for who him. Who knows? Who knows? My thoughts yes, on... sorry. No, no, don't be, don't be. It's only because I'm thinking about the listeners going, yeah. where, where was the, the jingle for the, the showstopper? Yeah, sorry, I've not even got to um, it. I... Uh, well, no, all I've really said about that lardy cake situation was it was just my, my worst nightmare, really. <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, the first mention of running on this series, oh, was I believe. I missed that. Josh, well, I think... I might be wrong. I think maybe in the first episode, Matty and Lara were running together in one of the, in in the sort of, Matty is 428 from (laughs) Rover. But um, uh, this was Josh saying that he'd eaten so much cake and stuff over the course of the Bake Off uh, process that he was going to go, have to go for a lot of runs when he, yeah, first mention of running. Yeah, so Josh potentially outing himself as a runner there. Though I did also want to do a disclaimer that running is not a antidote to cake in the same way that a sort of vaccine might work. They are two separate <laughs> things that you can enjoy independently of each other. Well said. But uh, but 
the sentiment was that Josh was looking forward to going for some runs, which I thought was worth giving a shout out for. <laughs> Yay for running. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. So you would never, you would never have, have eaten any of these things. I wouldn't have touched them with a fucking barge pole. Mm-hmm. Because of the way they looked or because of the lard aspect? Both and <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shall we move swiftly on to Showstopper then? Let's go for the Showstopper. Showstopper. Beautifully done. Bring. It's really hard not to try and do our own <laughs> jingle because we leave a little pause for the jingle so Dave can insert it, which of course is a breeding ground for <laughs> us going to do a new jingle. Showstopper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. So showstopper. Loved, 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 loved this. Oh yeah. Three. So, t- yeah. Can you tell me what it was? Three tiered celebration cake, but it was based, okay. wasn't it? Based on one of their first bakes or something like that. So that the idea was. Of course. Which I thought was quite nice. And it had a kind of Strictly Come Dancing element to it. Do you remember? Because there's a bit in Strictly, isn't there, where they sort of say, oh, do this dance again. Oh, they do. Yeah, they get to do one of the previous, their favourite dance from the season again. Yeah, yeah. So it felt like, yeah, that I loved love that. that yeah, I thought it was fabulous. Fabulous. Yeah, that was really nice. So Dan decided to focus on, uh, oh, I've said Dan first, and he's probably the one that I can't remember the most. Josh's was Victoria no. Sponges. Oh, Dan was lemon, lemon, lemon drizzles, and yes. and lemon meringue situation. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Matty was like a chocolate cake and yeah. a Victoria Sponge as well. I yes. think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so definitely, as they were talking through them, I was like, oh, Matty's. Yeah, Matty's chocolate cake, the one that Paul waxed lyrical over, the one that basically won him this show. It was amazing. But he talked about it. Paul just looked in heaven. He did, didn't he? I do think that that, oh my God, it was the way the fork kind of went in. Went in, yeah. It was so soft, but also looked dense and looked moist. It was amazing. Sorry about moist. Did you see, yeah. Did you see the, in between the layers? He he'd also baked brownie that was being sprinkled in between into the buttercream into the, stuff. Oh, oh my, my god. god! I mean, okay, but please tell me because I don't know what is a Genoese sponge. Oh, okay. Oh, I know that it's quite difficult. Oh no, I think I'm thinking of a Jacon sponge. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me really, really quickly. He look said it this was up. lighter and fluffier, and so possibly not ideal for the base sponge because he was using it as the the base of it and Matty use it Matty used it that was his chocolate was a Genoese a Genoese sponge is unique because it whip ah it uses whipped egg to leaven the cake rather than relying on baking powder or bicarbonate of soda so I don't think it's quite like doing a um a flourless sponge but like Oh, like that would be much much lighter it's the kind of I guess thought you'd have the same kind of sponge perhaps for um a Swiss roll yeah, that's that yeah. My my family's Bouche de Noël. Bouche de Noël. Yeah, uh-huh. which has God had so many shout outs on this podcast. <laughs> but uh, it is actually it's not invented by the Taylor family. It's a Delia Smith. Are it's you from sure? you can find it in Delia's Christmas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So, but what did you think about this then as a task? What did you? Was oh, I loved sk- it as well. Oh. I thought that it was really nice. I thought I I do think though. Here, yes. we go, Here we go, with a little bit of potential controversy, because I will say now, ahead of time, I'm so, so pleased that Matty won. However, I find this a little bit cheeky, mm. because they they the whole point of this showstopper was like, 
throwing it back to how to the very first bake they did on the show or the very first bake ever. Mm. It was sort of like hinting to their like that it that it was going to be a demonstration of their journey through baking and of them their evolution as bakers. Yeah. And I do think that if you're like looking back and judging a whole body of work, yeah. Then Josh and Dan, particularly Josh, have done better in the competition. Oh, so if they were being judged for from from episode one to episode yeah. ten, but then... were they? Because, like, again, to draw parallels with my favorite competition reality show, yes. RuPaul's Drag Race, <laughs> I they would say in the final episode. Most episodes, you're just judged on the challenge. Yes, but in the finale, RuPaul says you will be judged on your performance this week and as in the competition as a whole when it comes to the yeah. finale because that does feel right and fair, doesn't it? That, that it's does like, feel right and fair, mm-hmm. but I don't think, I mean, a bit like Strictly, calling on my yeah, other, yeah. other love, Strictly, you're only judged on that performance. Even in the final. Oh, yeah, absolutely. In yeah. The final. yeah. I mean, well, the, the thing, well, so I, maybe... actually, maybe not true because it's character based voting as well isn't it because because yeah, you get true. public votes you get well the public and this vote. is just the judge the judges um, the judges <laughs> <laughs> thanks Jess <laughs> mm. oh, but yeah beautiful beautiful concept for a challenge yeah I and, loved it and, and really lovely but and yeah. I would have smashed my head into every single one of those cakes and just eating it like from the inside out yeah yeah, with my hands behind my back like I was bobbing for apples yeah yeah. the whole thing (laughs) of every single one of them so apart from Dan's macarons that I would have spat them out they did not look I don't like macarons when they're good I don't like them when they're good very much either (laughs) I think that they um I don't, I'm just not big on sort of marzipan-y flavours like almond and I find macarons a little bit marzipan-y for me. And the yeah. texture is it's just a bit strange. The texture is really yeah. weird. Don't like the texture. Mm. Don't like the texture I love meringue and stuff, but yeah. I just... There's not, something about them, mm, isn't there? It's yeah. just... Ring, ring, ring. It's like, are you a meringue or are you a cake or are you a biscuit or are you a... Yeah. Mm. They just, don't quite... They don't, they're having an identity crisis. They are indeed, yeah. They, they think they're too posh for their boots as well. Yeah, they do. So what did you make of the final three... What did you, I mean, you know, yeah, but let's, let's do Dan's. Okay, Dan, I mean, it was pretty clear, wasn't it, that he was not going to be um, winning. No. <laughs> he was not. He um, was not. No, I think from the moment that he, <laughs> my favourite moment of him when he was finishing his off mm. uh, was when he was trying to put those, and I love the whole concept of his cake. It sounded incredible the white chocolate sort of skirt thing he was collar. trying to put collar, collar. that's yeah, it yeah, yeah. that he was trying to put round his thing and when it didn't fit i yeah. loved the look of complete it was like he'd <laughs> gone past disappointment yeah. acceptance he wasn't going to win sort of frustration at himself for that yeah. and he'd just gone fully into just kind of like back into <laughs> he'd maybe a bit of a bit of resignation <laughs> and then he'd was, gone back yeah. into like sort of like are you fucking is this a joke yes exactly what it was was so funny and I think because up to that point you know having witnessed because I found it very very stressful as I always do that final showstopper and there was lots of bleeping out of swearing and stuff like that oh yeah but actually as 
far as Dan was concerned, there was just m- more it of was a just kind of like facial a, expressions. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I loved <laughs> that. Like, yeah. I loved that. I loved so that. So funny. I was thinking, wouldn't it be so funny? Like, I find beeping swear words really, really funny, like mm-hmm. often funnier <laughs> than swear words themselves. <laughs> yeah. And I really find it funny when people bleep. Like, I was trying to imagine what the funniest ones would be to hear, where like, you can't quite work out, like, you can't work out what they said, but it must be something. <laughs> I don't know. Like, like, if you had, like, beep my beep, you'd be like, what the heck have they just said that? <laughs> yeah. I was trying to imagine the most hilarious combinations of beeping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, beep that up, my beeping Yeah, beep. yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be so funny. What I did, what I loved in terms of the beeping was Matty who did a beep because something fell off or something yeah. didn't work. And then he immediately looked up to the camera and said, oh, sorry. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> like if I used to swear as a child going, sorry, God. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. used to do that. <laughs> sorry, God. I've got a lot of apologies to God for, the, for this show. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. So we've done Dan. Yeah. Tell, tell, me, tell me your thoughts then on, uh, on Josh. Tell me about Josh. Oh, I thought it was awful. Did you? Yes, it was so far. I thought the look of it was so bad. And I, I, thought, mean, they, yeah. I thought they were quite, it was not what I was expecting. And actually from afar, I thought, oh, you know, that that looks as though he's doing a professional job. Yeah. But when he started filling in the marrow on the outside and stuff, it just looked really kind of felt tip drawn it by did, a child. Which was a shame because I feel like Josh's presentation as he's gone Mm. it's been really good but then I think that they were so determined to get these bakes right because they all seem to be maybe with the exception of Matty they all seem to be rushing the um decoration of it all a little bit so I wonder if they they didn't have that much time god doesn't it fuck you off when Paul Hollywood says things like you just needed to spend about 30 about 30 minutes I I wouldn't have thought of spending more time on it yeah for some reason though I just didn't feel I was able to something was telling me I had to stop god but I felt that um yeah that that was a bit of an anomaly for poor old Josh who usually is artistically he's pretty good isn't he skilled I thought Mm. the colors were gross yeah they were yeah like really weird it looked like a fake cake yeah so it just didn't look and that was the one that made me just think that would have been like the Francis Quinn equivalent where I think Francis Quinn I remember being so flawed by her because I I remember I mean flawed not as in AW I mean anyway Um, yeah but I remember that her wedding cake was I think she did a naked cake so it had that oh, yeah. lovely and I'd never seen one done, oh, done like so that before pretty. because that was like 10 years ago and she draped all this stuff down the side and it just looked spectacular yeah and this just looked I mean there was a load of work in it I love the little greenhouse on top and stuff like that the greenhouse it, was great and that obviously tasted nice which often those sugar work things are a bit shit yes they are because they're just a, a vehicle for yeah, yeah but it did actually sound like, like both Paul and Prue seemed quite so went, ooh, I went, yeah. oh, that's yeah. Super, yeah. I'll go for another bite of that yeah. yeah but it wasn't it wasn't great it wasn't great so I kind of at that point I was like oh my god is it is it going to be Matty I know. And oh, what do you reckon? Well, I think I think Matty certainly was um sorry, I'm going to be annoying and just put my mic a little bit higher up. Uh Matty certainly was and also check that it's still recording. It is. Hurrah. <laughs> um was uh I mean his looked beautiful. I think he's sort of like 
been a little bit of a sly dog throughout this competition with the with the artistic stuff mm. because he's made it seem as though he's not really oh he's a bit like oh just slapping it together but I think yeah. he has got a real artistic flair because Clearly, yeah. yeah he did that really really nicely and that's not just oh a simple thing that you can do really I thought that that, was, that took quite a lot of yeah and, and the way he, he described his methodology with it was he was just you know he I love the fact that he is so um I don't really mean humble, but so kind of, he's so willing to ask for help and support Mm -hmm. that he has asked his partner to help in terms of artistic. Show him how to decorate it. And you could hear, you know, he was sort of saying, oh, you know, Lara said that I need to just make sure it all goes in the same direction. And it was really heartbreaking. It was (laughs) so sweet. But his really did. Oh my God, I would have smashed it. It looked amazing. It looked so tasty. I would love that for like a wedding cake or something. Yeah, and the inside of it looked incredible. Like you said, the the kind of the chocolate particularly when they cut through that. Oh my God. God. That wasn't just like a bit like my lemon drizzle where I'm not doing myself down, but genuinely when I cut into it and I was like you know that's all right that's a cake Mm. it was like (laughs) oh my god it looked perfect it It looked looked like a Getty Images cake it was like it just looked so I don't know how he well I guess because it was slightly on a wonk wasn't it but Mm. it was very impressive how he managed to make a three-tiered thing that was that moist and soft and like it looked like you were just be like biting into cloud cake it yeah it looked oh incredible it looked great incredible it seems like he really did see all the deal in that final thing which was so exciting it was very exciting it was incredibly exciting because you just didn't you knew it wasn't going to be dan didn't you but it was it was gearing up to be josh absolutely and Um, we'd all written matty off totally yeah Totally. I was like, I think last week we were like, oh, we'd love him to win, but he won't. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. So for it it to turn around like that and suddenly... It was amazing. I love that bit as well. So they go out, they go out into the garden, they've got the Helter Skelter and all the balloons and all of that. It's so sweet. I was thinking how amazing that would be to be there. Yes. It would be so exciting. Yeah. And they announced the winner and the winner is... (gasps) Laura, <laughs> I did make that joke to myself because when it was happening, because bless his heart, he was just, he's obviously besotted Absolutely, and they yeah. were very, very sweet together. But he was talking a lot in that final episode about her and he clearly was, yeah. Yeah. And it was, relying, not relying on her because that sounds like I'm giving her the credit for his win, but yeah. like it, it felt like he was like, clinging on to every shred of 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 self-assurance she'd given him yeah yeah oh my god it was it was so lovely and to see all the other bakers come back i know that was one of my questions for you who were you excited to see i don't think i clocked rowan but i was making a secondary coffee at this point so i may have got up to make a coffee just as he came on the screen or something oh do you know what i can't remember i don't think i saw rowan can't remember. I mean, of they, course, we had Saku. We had Saku. There, there's definitely been video of him. So there was, you know, right at the end when they do the little clips of everyone and, and what they're up to. He yeah, was definitely he was there. there. They were all there. I think. I don't think no. there was anyone that I didn't no. see. No, they were all there, and it was it was absolutely lovely. Yeah, it, it was just it's so 
Incre- to use a whole term, mm. so wholesome. Oh, it was just it was lovely. That was one of my favourite bits. Uh, I thought that first of all, I thought Matty was going to propose to Lara for a minute, and actually, I was a little bit worried about that. I was like, that's going to be a bit. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, oh yeah. there's caught a bit where up in all the excitement. Maybe it wouldn't have been, but it, I was worried a bit, bit kitsch. Oh yeah, a little he, bit. He, he wandered over, didn't he, with a bunch he was like, of flowers? Laura, I need, I need you, you, or something. Yeah. And I was like, oh, What's going to happen? Yeah. Oh my god, he's going to do it! <laughs> <laughs> but then did you? But Saku, they asked Saku, "Who's going to win?" And she was like, "Oh, um, Matty or Dan." Oh, Josh. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> Adore her. She's so iconic. Or what's his name? Is it Keith, the other, but the older bloke who was it like, was it's like picking your favourite child. child. I couldn't possibly, Josh. Josh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> so funny. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. Love, love that. <laughs> but let's talk about the best bit of any series of Bake Off ever yeah. and always, always is the what are they up to now, now bit I'm so excited Ollie I'm so excited I love Just, it I loved it so Rowan had graduated yeah that might be one of the reasons why he wasn't on there oh yeah maybe um, it was like his graduation was going on or something yeah but, I didn't see him well, he was he was there. So well, he was there in the video anyway, at least. Mm. But um, but yeah, then then it's all the various road trips they've been on, and they've gone to visit each other, and they've gone. Nikki and Saku had been on a trip. Yeah. Um, Abby's still foraging. I know. I was a little <laughs> sad that I didn't notice Abby in any of the other yeah bakers. Like she was, she hadn't been to the night, the big night out in London. No, she hadn't had it. Had been part of. I don't think I saw her on Nikki and Saku's road trip. <laughs> I, and they did oh. just use a, the, the same footage that they'd used of her foraging from oh. thing and they were just like, she's still foraging. Oh, maybe she just decided that she didn't want to engage with it very much. Yeah, maybe. Fair I enough. Know. I mean, I she'd know. obviously had quite a sad time of it. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't message her now. I remember I was like, oh, I'm going to get her on yeah. the pod. I was like, oh, maybe I'm not. I'm glad maybe. I didn't in case she uh, didn't then, really love then it. Josh... That's when he was holding across the field, holding the biggest marrow, marrow I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and he did get his trophy. He got oh, a win for his oh. marrow. Oh, bless God! His boots. It really. I actually feel national pride when I think about Bake Off. I rarely feel <laughs> national pride, but I love the idea of other um, people from other countries watching our baking, stupid baking program, yeah. and going, "Oh, is this what it's like in the UK?" Yeah, yeah, it actually it is. is. It is. That is actually what yeah. it's like. We're all aspiring to grow massive marrows. Yeah, yeah. genuinely, there are <laughs> big, big, you know, big marrow competitions <laughs> and people get well into it. We're such a weird little island. <laughs> and I, I sometimes I love it. Most of the time I don't. Most of the time I'm like, oh God, we're such a weird little island. But sometimes I'm like, isn't it sweet? Isn't it sweet? And but what was the sweetest thing was Matty. Wasn't oh, it? being engaged oh. to Lara. How lovely. Very, oh. very sweet. I mean, I did cry. Did you? Yeah. You're so lovely. I never I never cry at TV. I'm such a horrible callous bitch. No, but Holly, that's the only time I do cry. Mm. Like if a family member dies, I'm dry as a whistle. Literally put a John Lewis advert on and I'm in buckets. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like my I, I maybe I've got the opposite because I cry a lot in life. <laughs> but and I remember this with my sister when she was like uh she was leaving school uh it like moving schools and you know what a big deal that is when you're small Huge. and she was really really sad and it was the last day of school 
and we were like before she moved and we were like oh days you know are you all right and she was like i'm just gonna i don't want to like be around people i'm gonna go home on my own so she walked home and then when i got back she was um to try and make herself feel better because she'd been crying while she was around all the other people she was watching the purge and what's the purge like a horrific horror film and she was just like completely stony faced just in silence on her own watching the purge and i was like that's one way to get your emotions out maybe that's a bit what me and my family are like very very emotional in person but watching telly would just sort of yeah because yeah you know to 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 mention running slightly well not really but when we were on a plane going to new york for me to do the new york marathon on the way back or even on the way there yeah you watched horror movies. Oh, I did on in a plane. Midair, on a plane. I did. Why? Do you know what happened? What? I did not tell you Awful. about this. I've a uh, little uh, disclaimer for anyone who happens to be listening to this on a plane, uh, <laughs> who's a nervous flyer, because I'm about to say something terrifying. And I did tell you this, didn't I? That the particular horror film that I watched, it was called <laughs> Knock at the Cabin. Um, uh, it was more of a thriller, I suppose, but it was scary. There was a lot of gore, um, and at one point planes fall out of the sky they just like go weightless and start like plummeting to the earth and exploding yeah um and so i was really proud of myself because i was like (laughs) i feel nothing (laughs) i just like i don't know how i was a bundle of nerves and i just had to what was i i was watching some shit i think all over again i was just watching you watched we watched colin from accounts together we did which is which is is amazing and great yeah yeah and then i tried to watch about two or three different rom-coms yeah you were struggling to settle weren't you yeah yeah but it's because I didn't want to watch planes fall out of the air. I think that was very badly betted. I can't believe that they weren't like, by the way, planes will fall out of the air in this film or something before yeah. putting it on. But then I think anyone that chooses to watch a horror film while they're actually in a plane flying over the ocean is a hardier soul. Oh, thank you, because I don't feel like I'm a very hardy soul. I think it's just hard. We're all hardy in our various ways. <laughs> uh, and it's, I promise that's not a euphemism. I feel like I am, I am quite weak and decrepit and vulnerable when it comes to, I don't know, getting told off still. Mm. I still get a wobbly lip if I get told off. Even like when we were in America and that boy was like <laughs> shouted at me. He was like 15 and I was like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But then various things, I don't know. We've all got different things we're brave at. I'd be mm-hmm. terrified to run a marathon. Yeah. That's what you were going and doing while I was like, ha, 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 I'm watching a stupid film. Who's going to get killed next? Ron Reasley, he was in it. Oh, was he? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, yeah. well, so I how guess. How do you feel? We've oh, done it. We've done Ten it. Ten weeks. We've done it. Mm. Um, I fucking love it. I want to do it again next year, right? Can we do it again next oh, year? Oh, yeah. That was For so sure. good. So good. Either Bake it. Off or... Something else. You know, we're happy to take your suggestions if yeah. you guys have got something that you'd like to watch us watch. But mm-hmm. really, really loved Bake Off. Uh, it Bake was a Off. great, wholesome choice for us all. Yeah. Um, and, and it is. It is like a meeting of minds for us, isn't it? It's a bit like that whole discussion of what you like and what I like in a cake, which are forever disparate and separate and, and cupcakes where I will eat the bottom and you will eat the top. But mm. we come together with Bake Off because yeah. it just is perfect. It's, it's perfect. perfect. Yeah, it works brilliantly. 
Uh, thank you everyone for listening because I think we didn't really know how this would go. Obviously, we do chat a lot of shit on the podcast, but <laughs> it is generally running themed. And so doing something completely different, we didn't really know how it would go down. But, you know, according to our stats on ACAST, yeah. <laughs> you guys really enjoyed it. And uh, thank you very much. And those of you who didn't, who don't care about Bake Off and who can't wait to be rid of this... It's your lucky day because yeah. this was the last one. Yeah. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 